Hello, listeners. Welcome to Turns Out She's Psychic, the podcast. Spiritual musings, sometimes amusing. I'm Tracy. And I'm Laura. Hello, dear listeners. You're listening to Turns Out She's Psychic. Guten Morgan. <laughs> I'm so ready for you to say the podcast. <laughs> I don't know why, given your track record. But anyway, mm-hmm. here we are. And again, in your ear holes. Again. In your ear holes. And we thought we'd get to some listener emails. Um, about time. About time. And also, it's taken quite the sorting because we have been spammed in a very big way. And mm. it's super annoying and frustrating. And thank you for the patience of our wonderful listeners who have taken the time to write in. And here we are. Here we are. It, yeah, I just went in. We needed to find an email update for one of the stories and it's literally like an ocean of spam. An ocean. I've never seen it. And and there's some serious porn stuff in there too. Oh, that must be new. Porn spam. <laughs> porn spam. Maybe I have to be careful with the links I click on. <laughs> what do we call that? Porn spam. Spawn. Spawn. <laughs> <laughs> we can call it really bloody annoying right now. I tell you what. Mm-hmm. I, I know, right? I'm email challenged as it is. And when you come on and they're just ding, 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 all these. I was telling you before, I spent quite some time just trying to unsubscribe and block. And, you know, for everyone I do, it feels like there's three more. It's really annoying. Mm-hmm. But anyway, anyway, woe is me. All is well. And thank you, listeners, for writing in. So, Uh, Without further ado, I'm going to start reading out um, this email from a listener who we're going to call Tracy. What's the name you've come up with? Um, Gertrude. Gertrude. Okay. (laughs) Thank you so much, Gertrude. Here we go. Hello, Laura and Tracy. I hope that you're both doing well. I wanted to start off by saying I'm not usually a podcast person, but I stumbled across yours and I'm so glad that I've that I have. I feel like I learned so much from both of you during each listening session and I appreciate the way you balance your show between seriousness and factual information and levity and humour. Yeah. As someone who has always been a big old scaredy cat when it comes to the supernatural, I find it very grounding and calming in a way. And to be fair, I think the reason I've always gotten anxious about it It's because there is so much that I have felt is unknown. However, being someone who has also had supernatural experiences throughout my life, I have a lot, I have also always had a genuine curiosity to learn more. I still have a lot of your episodes to work through, so hopefully I'll find some more answers in there. But anyways, I know you ladies always say we should send in ghost stories. So without further ado, here are a couple of my experiences. This is so cool. When I went to college is when I actually start to remember specific instances of messages and spooky happenings. I think I may have as a a kid as well, but I used to get scared, so I think I may have blocked most of it out. Is that something that is common? Yes. Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> you could answer that one. <laughs> I did. I did. You did. Ding. Yeah, very common. I'm from, oh, let's just say you're from America and went to college. And in the freshman year, I lived in a building that people used to say was converted into a hospital during the Civil War to take care of wounded soldiers. I'm not sure if this is true, but I definitely used to feel energy there. My dorm room was what used to be the basement. And I remember one night lying in bed and watching my the door to my dorm room open. I now wonder why it was even unlocked, possibly because one of my three roommates was out without a key. Now, the way my room was laid out, I had a full-length mirror right next to the door so that when it opened, I could see who was entering from where I was sitting in my bed. The door had opened at least six to eight inches, wide enough that it seemed intentional, didn't really seem like it could be a draft. And I could see that there was no one on the other side. After about 30 seconds, my door slammed shut. Panicked, I looked over to see if my other roommate who was home saw what I was seeing, but alas, she was fast asleep. Not even a minute later, I felt as if someone had slid into my bed next to me, between me and the wall. As I could feel something pressing up against my backside. Needless to say, I had a hard time falling asleep that night. Oh, my God. (laughs) Or any night after that. I never had any other experiences to this extent, but I remember I used to hate going to take showers in the bathroom there as I used to get a skeevy feeling, be afraid to be alone in there. A what feeling? Skeevy. How cool is that I've never heard of that word before. Skeevy. I love it. What does skeevy mean? Being afraid and creeped out, I'm guessing. Ooh, it's given me the grossness. All right. This was not normal for me because typically my shower is my favourite part of my day as I feel I'm washing off all the energy from the day. It is my safe space. Absolutely. Mm. Mostly when I have experiences where I feel spirit is trying to communicate with me, it starts while I'm asleep and dreaming. Typically it will begin in a dream and then in the dream I sense someone is coming or I am talking to someone. And then I get this sort of head rush of pressure where it almost feels like something is physically pulling but also simultaneously squeezing on my head in brackets. Is this normal? Am I all right? Lol. Nah, nah, (laughs) nah. Off you go. Take yourself straight to the doctors. And then I wake up. She's just joking, by the way. Mm I am almost. Not really. Oh, my God. (laughs) Tracy. And then I wake up. I almost always wake up around 3am. When I have told my friends this, they say it's the witching hour slash the devil's hour. Is that true? And if so, am I attracting dark spirits? Oh, some questions here for you to get into in a sec. Sometimes the communication will occur just in the dream, or sometimes it will continue once the head rush wakes me up. The strongest example I have of this, where I could actually identify the spirit and know that it was a good one, was when my fiance's brother-in-law's mother passed away. I remember. Hang on. on. Fiance's brother. Okay, got it. Fiance's brother-in-law's mother passed away. Yeah. Remembered his kids had stayed with us at my fiance's parents' house because it was around the holidays. And that whole week, the lights in the dining room and kitchen would flicker whenever the kids 
the mother-in-law's grandchildren were around. Then one afternoon, his sister had come back to his parents' house after a week of sorting through his mother's stuff. They brought back some of her jewellery and were showing it to the kids as it was meant to be passed down to them. As a note, his mother-in-law is not a woman I had ever met. Later that night when we all went to sleep, I had a dream that I was sitting crisscross that I was sitting crisscross applesauce on the kitchen floor. Okay. That must be an American thing. Just okay. sitting cross legged yeah, on the floor. Maybe. I hope. Um with uh the fiance's brother-in-law and the sister, uh fiance's sister sitting in chairs in front of me. The lights in the kitchen were flickering and in my dream I said to him, that's just your mum. She wants you to know that she's here. The dream was so vivid that it almost felt real and then I got that head rush and woke up. I turned to my fiancé and tapped his arm until he woke up and told him about my dream and the feeling that I got with it. I told him that I felt she wanted me to tell them about it but I didn't want his sister and him to think I was crazy. My fiancé brushed it off and said I was likely just anxious, but I was not at all. I tried to fall back asleep. However, this time I got the head rush accompanied by an extremely bright flash of white light in my mind's eye, and I knew it was his mother-in-law. It's like I felt her presence in that instance, and it was powerful. It felt like she was trying to say, don't you dare friggin' ignore me. (laughs) (laughs) Again, (laughs) I poke and prod a sleepy fiancé to wake him up. Again, this time I asked him if his mother-in-law was known to have a strong personality presence and his response was something along the lines of, oh, yeah. This to me was confirmation that it was her and she didn't and she did want me to say something. I didn't go so into detail when relaying this story to his sister and brother-in-law the next morning because, as mentioned before, I didn't want them to think I was nutty and I'm just sensitive to how people will feel hearing something like this, especially coming from someone who didn't know her in life. I didn't want it to come across as attention-seeking or anything like that. It did have me wondering, though, why she would choose me. She would choose to come to me when her entire family was under that roof that night. Does it just have to do with whoever is most open to spirit's energy? As I mentioned, the kids had been there with us all week too, but maybe it also had something to do with the energy of her possessions being in the house that strengthened her ability to communicate. On an entirely unrelated note, I feel I also have a strong sixth sense or just ability to manifest, particularly when it comes to the weather. There have been times where I have said to myself, I really hope it starts to snow flurry on my walk to work today. And then it has. Or one time recently where I've said to my fiancé, it's raining outside when it so clearly wasn't, but I truly thought I saw it. And he replied with, I worry about you, you see things. (laughs) But then moments later it started to downpour. He, 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 why, yes, yes, I do see things. (laughs) It reminds me so much of Mean Girls when when she grabs her boobs and she's doing the weather weather channel and she's like... There's a something percentage of rain and it just starts raining. She's like, oh my God. I love that. Her boobs tell her what the weather's gonna do. Clever boobs. Clever boobs. Oh, oh here we go. Was it Gertrude? Gertrude's Gertie. wrapping things up. Otherwise, Sorry, this, yeah. 
Sorry, this is so long. I just got excited being able to share this with people who understand what I've experienced and with a group of listeners who believe. I want to be able to strengthen these intuitions, but without attracting the dark side of things. Do you have any suggestions for someone who is a novice to this world? This may be answered in one of your other episodes, so I'll continue my listening journey. But if there's a specific episode you can refer me to, I'd appreciate it. Thanks so much for doing what you do and taking the time to read my ramblings. Love, Gertie. <laughs> there is also an update. Okay. An update. So we'll get to that. Do you okay. have do in the your update, mind Because then some of my questions wanted? might be yes. answered. Okay. Update. Yesterday afternoon, I listened to the episode on protecting my energy and I actually said the affirmations Tracy mentioned about washing off what is not meant for me and what no longer serves me in the shower. And I love how she'd already written the shower is her safe space. Mm. She washes off the day. So how perfect. Uh, Not long serves me in the shower and then envisage stepping into a triangle of white light afterwards in brackets. I'm very lucky and grew up with the mother who always, who also always told me I could imagine myself surrounded in white light if I ever felt scared. But I didn't know the shapes you imagined them in could make a difference. I still think it was a little too intense for me. I'll be imagining a circle for a while, (laughs) (laughs) ha-ha, as literally last night while I was sleeping and had the feeling it did feel much It did feel much for concentrated or less like someone was pulling in my head, but the ringing in my ears was much louder. I forgot to mention that in my last email, but typically the feeling I get is accompanied by a noise in my ear, sometimes like a whirring or kind of staticky like turning the dial on the radio is the best way I can describe it. This dream I can't make heads or tails of, though. I definitely felt safer overall, but the dream almost felt Inception-like. Oh, God, that's a trippy movie. Like I was falling asleep in the dream and somehow connecting physically with a male co-worker of mine who I barely talk to or see because he lives um, interstate and and, um, Gertie works remotely. And it felt as if I was about to see through his eyes, like he was literally about to open his eyes to the sun, but I felt it all and that felt freaky to me. So I tried pulling out of it and then I was still tossing and turning in the dream to try and pull out of it and I was being asked and I was being asked by what I felt to be female spirit if I believed in God, as well as a couple of other questions that I no longer remember. But I remember in the dream, I had my blanket that I always sleep with and I tried to roll on my back and wrap it all around my head, cover my ears to stop the ringing and questions. Something I've always done since childhood is cover my ears while sleeping. Not sure why. It just always felt comforting, protective to me. But when I actually woke up, I was not in that position on my back and didn't feel as as if I had actually been tossing and turning in real life, but it's hard to tell. So, so odd. I know I can't make sense of it, but at least but at least I did feel safer this time and did not get a heavy or ominous feeling from spirit like I sometimes do. It still happened around 3, 3.30 a.m. though. I should almost mention this has started happening to me more since moving to a different area. I live a short walk away from the water and also our building is not far from an old 1800 cemetery. So I think this is why the activity has been picking up for me. It also happens more when I'm alone as 
Uh, I can only imagine because the energy of my fiancé may ward off spirit, lol. (laughs) As a side note, I feel I made him sound very sceptical in that last email, but he's 100% believing in me uh, that I can sense these things. I just think being an analyst, his energy is more closed off in general and he's also very protective of me, so spirit probably senses that most of the time. So sorry for all this rambling again. I thought you just might appreciate the update after finding the episode on protecting my energy. My best, Gertie. (laughs) We definitely appreciate the update. Good Um, stuff. Good stuff. Love it. Now, I got so much, so much, so much. But I want to make sure I answer the direct questions before I give more. So yes, two updates though. I have since Googled crisscross applesauce. Yes. And it appears over in America to be a song that like preschoolers learn on how to sit, sit cross-legged on the floor. Oh. Um, so there's like an actual song. Um, <laughs> this is that, so cute. Who I you? know. So it's a, uh, hang on, ready? Yeah. I can't hear anything. Straight chocolate shake on my rear root beer. Finger on lips, lips, lips. (laughs) Did you hear all that? (laughs) A little bit that sounded weird. I did not hear applesauce either. Okay. I I take your word for it. (laughs) So it's something like crisscross applesauce um, sitting on your root beer, like your bum, <laughs> and back straight chocolate shake. Like it's, a, it from it's a song bit. on how to sit properly yep. but and then be quiet. So, um, like, obviously you're sitting legs yep. straight. Remember, like, we were always, like, cross legs, back straight, yep. arms on your knees and just be quiet. And yep. then you put your hand up if you want to talk. So that's that. Mm. And then I also Googled the word skeevy. Skeevy. And the word skeevy yep. is, like, distasteful and squalid and then I'm like squalid I think I know what that means but I'm going to look it up anyway just to be sure so skeevy is kind of like a a grossed out Mm -hmm. like makes sense yeah icky yeah yeah so skeevy I like it I think I'm going to use that word I'm going to try to remember it (laughs) I can't retain information but I'm going to try and retain skeevy it kind of feel like someone made it up like we just made up spawn (laughs) <laughs> so spawn's an actual word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but not in in S P O R N. Spawn. Spam spawn. Spam porn spawn. Okay. Oh, so that's those good. two things. Mm. And then um so that mm. waking at 3 3 30 that Gertie was kind of coming back to quite a bit. Um that e- that is a thing. Um mm. it's when during the 24-hour period of energy, it is the veil is the thinnest, so to speak. Um, it's quite notorious. It's very well known. Um, it can be played to or not, you know, so you can amplify it by playing to it. So if you believe in it and if you're mm. giving it all your energy, then it will it will be a thing, just like as in with most things. Yeah. Um, and so... Uh, what's probably happening is that it's combining with Gertie's like REM sleep kind of, um, 
you know, waves going through the night. And it's probably where she is easily aroused, aroused, easily awoke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or aroused depends. I don't know. I don't know what happens when you wake up at three o'clock, three thirty. You can't get back to sleep. Exactly. So easily awoken, awake, awakened. Anyway, oh my god, get on with it. <laughs> roused without the a. Aroused. Rousable. Aroused. Roused. Roused. Easily roused. Easily roused. Anyhow. Um. Thanks for sticking anyhow, with us. Anyhow, goodness me. Um. Yes. Yeah. So that's a thing and there's nothing you can do about it uh, except if it does freak you out, just try not to give it any energy. Um, try and try and do what you can to change your sleep patterns. Try, like, there's really nothing you can do about it. It'll happen um, likely because she has moved to where she's moved in such probably a high traffic area as far as spirits go. It's busy. Um, mm busy and so it's going to happen when you put yourself in an environment like that which is why a lot of people like me tend to not live near places like that um you know we tend to live where there's water which is great that she's got that water near her um we tend to live where there's lots of trees or like earth is quite strong and the water is quite strong um and that's almost natural like we almost are just naturally drawn to those areas because they feel better Mm. Um, which is why she was naturally already just having a shower and washing away her day. She knows how to reg- self-regulate, which is very common. Um, and one of the first things that I'll talk about when I meet someone who says, I think I'm an empath and I think I'm doing this and I think I'm doing that. I'm like, well, do you shower morning, night or both? And almost mm-hmm. 100% of the time they'll say both mm-hmm. um, because they're self-regulating and they're just not realizing that they're doing it. So few confirmations there. Now, the other thing too is um, spirits um, wouldn't like the the mother in law wouldn't have just been there because the kids were there or because her stuff was there. Um, Gertrude did say, or is it because they just go to the ones that are most open? That is the correct answer. Correct answer is C, but also all of the above. <laughs> um, just it amplifies it. So having the kids there, having her kids there, like the grandkids and her kids, and then also having her jewellery there um, and having someone with the capabilities to recognise her presence, all of that is the perfect recipe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but if the kids hadn't have been there, if the jewellery hadn't have been there, it likely would have still happened. Wow. Um, because... A spirit does not know that you do not know that you have those abilities. So they will just it, they will just fall into places where they can, just energy. Yeah. So if there's an open space, they'll move into that open space. And it's kind of just how they how they work, you know. Makes sense. At, and also at the early stages of um their crossing over, um, they're they're not as um they're not as evolved in a sense of understanding the permissions and okay. the um and so Gertrude obviously doesn't have any kind of processes and rituals to go through that lets the spirits know that she's open to receiving that information so it's the boundaries that you have with the spiritual realms um and the other thing too is uh when her mum when she was talking about the stepping into the light coming oh, yes. out of the shower and how the mum always said you can imagine the white. Yeah. 
Gertrude, I love and hate to be the one to tell you, but you come from a very long line of very, very gifted in their abilities people. Um, And past lives, from what they're showing me, you know, this is normal for you, very normal, and you were probably quite powerful with it in previous lifetimes, Um, all your past lifetimes. And I'm not sure how old Gertrude is, but I feel that she's got plenty of time left to be able to really step into that and realize that it doesn't make her nutty. It doesn't make her crazy. It doesn't make her weird. Um, It is who she actually is at her soul level. You know, it's it's what her soul is here to do, Um, to be a, well, many things, but one of the things for her to do is to be a conduit or a gateway or a middle person, a medium Mm. between the two realms. And the sooner that Gertrude is able to, I guess, accept that and then own it and then do what she needs to do in order for it, for her to live with it, the better. Um, Sounds hubby is supportive. So that's awesome. That's it, you know, and um, it doesn't like there is so much of, you know, if hubby's analytical and sort of maybe a little bit more sciencey, um, the good thing is that when you actually get into the true mechanics of mediumship and um, psychic abilities, there is so much science behind it. Mm. And so... It's a quantum uh, physics side, isn't it? Yeah. So, and just the metaphysics. So you can, like, there are so many cool conversations that yeah, your, your partner would probably be really interested in, in that side of things. You know, that's kind of where my my sort of my, you know, I get aroused (laughs) Um, from having those conversations too, you know, the Mm -hmm. spiritual only conversations, they don't float my boat, you know, but the ones that where like I start to look at the science behind how this is happening, why it's happening and how it's possible, Mm. it's really exciting. So there could be, um, that's just an idea of being able to have those conversations because, you know, you think about like Teresa Chung and, you know, Dr. Um, Radden, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, they're they're not like me, but they're they're really interested in the science and the mechanics behind it. Yeah. And those and you can have those conversations together. So there is a lot of analytics involved, actually. Absolutely. So yep. um, you know, it, and it's it it is just how it is. And the sooner that Gertrude can um can create her own boundaries and and set up to make sure that she's safe and to set up to make sure that she feels comfortable in in what's happening and when it's happening. Mm. Um, and then also, you know, when she said about um, to not kind of be attention seeking, like not make it about her when she was having these things come through, it's such a, it's such a kind of, um, such a, a, a wavy time, you know, when someone's just passed away and you know that these things that you're getting might actually be helpful and you can feel the persistence behind the spirit coming through and they really, really, really want to to share this information. But then you have to sit there and go, oh, well, actually I can speak to dead people without sounding like the 1996 craft movie and you're just like these little teenagers just going, I can speak to dead people. Mm. Um, I totally get it because it's the story of my life, but um, that's where, you know, you can learn about the ways to bring those things up in really beautiful ways. You can learn to judge when it's appropriate to do it and then also judge when it's not, but also learn how to hold messages until it's appropriate to share it. Um, 
and that like that sort of stuff is all just learnt. You know, you learn it from mentors like me, or you learn it from um, you know, experience, but you but there's so much that Gertrude can do that will make everything better for her in terms of being able for it to not feel so like um spontaneous a lot of the time and mm, and, and interrupting intimidating and also just um to kind of, you you kind of sit in this limbo or this middle land of like oh I feel so torn in being able to potentially make some humans happy or bring peace to them but then also torn between you know is this actually what I'm getting and do I have the right to share it mm. and what if I'm just imagining this what if I am actually crazy you know it's not a nice place to live it's it it's really difficult to be that person because I was like that for a very long time. You know, mm. you just, you end up either suppressing a lot um, and holding on to a lot and then you get sick, you know, it, it very quickly you can hold on to a lot of energies that you shouldn't. Um, you can go a little bit loopy with it as well because um, you start to think, why me? Um, like it really wears you down mm. uh, and none of that is necessary. So there is a way to live with it. There is also a way to completely turn it off if she's not interested. You, you know, go. you don't have yep. to. Yeah. However, I was about to ask about the pressure of it all and yeah. the interest behind it. Yeah. And you don't have to do it as a job. You don't have to do it at all. You don't, like, I don't do it for my friends and my family anymore. You know, like, you, you can have your boundaries and that's okay. It's just like anything Absolutely. else. If you're a hairdresser, it doesn't mean that you can just cut everyone's hair every time you see them. Yeah. If you're a doctor, it doesn't mean that you can, you know, um, assess everybody's medical needs every time you see them. Mm. If you're an accountant, you don't have to sit down and do everybody's numbers. It's exactly the same thing. Um, just because people don't see it and maybe don't understand it, it doesn't mean it's any different. Um, it's just people's idea and society's um, kind of misconceptions and stereotypes around what it is that we do. But you can have it so that it you hold it so it serves you and it's entirely unique and it's personal and it's an individual decision on how you how you live with it. Um, however, choosing to shut it down, I would not advise for Gertrude's strengths. So it would be far wiser and of her soul's best interest to embrace it at whatever level at this point in time she feels called to. You know, as she ages, she might choose to do more, you know, and or as she ages, she might thing. choose not to. Mm. Correct. Uh, but I would, I would recommend uh, learning more and being taught how to manage it and make it a part of your life and, you know, understand what you're doing. Sounds extremely powerful when she was talking about the, the head squeezing, crushing and the sounds in her ears and all of that sort of stuff. It sounds like there's a lot going on. It sound, well, to me, my professional analysis of that is that um, she has a lot of resistance and fear. So when she said, you know, she ever since she was little, she found it more comfortable to sleep with her ears covered. Mm -hmm. um, very common. It's an extremely common thing um, mm. for when we aren't remembering or told and kind of awakened inside of us um, that we have those abilities that are quite strong. So um, you know, her clairaudient abilities are probably through the roof. She's she's far more um like she's extremely, extremely 
gifted in her abilities. There you go. And it doesn't mean you're crazy and it doesn't mean you're a nutter and it doesn't mean you're weird and it doesn't mean anything because if it means that you are, then I am too and I'm not. <laughs> but but no. it also doesn't make us special. It doesn't, it, it's just a thing. It's just it's there. A thing. Yeah, absolutely. And um, everybody has it, just at all different abilities and some people are just stronger and Gertrude happens to be one of them. And so just understanding. It's kind of like if you were dyslexic or if you had ADHD or um, if you were gifted, you know, like intellectually gifted, you would do what you can to understand yourself and help yourself and live a life that is easier. Absolutely. Um, And it's the same kind of thing. Love it. I have to stop for a second, like, and you can keep recording, but literally there is, I can hear them, there is the biggest fucking swarm of bees I have ever seen in my life outside my window. Like I I feel like the next door neighbor's beehives maybe have been opened and I'm not even joking. Well, keep your windows shut then. It is so loud and there's like there'd have to be millions of them. It's huge. Got some high validation. Jesus. Like never seen and it is so loud. So we're back again after a big <laughs> swarm of bees outside of Tracy's window decided to come by and disturb us for a little while. It held I'm our gonna, attention. I'm going to put that video on on the Instagram. Yeah, do that. Yeah. And then maybe a picture of my face. <laughs> <laughs> so that was another thing the internet also cut out, but I was left with a beautiful face because we're on Zoom recording, obviously, of Tracy looking up and out the window with this look of I'm in the middle of a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> the sky is falling down and who'd have thunk that it would be a sky full of bees? It was really weird because I could still hear you, but, yeah, your picture had frozen with that face and I'm like, Tracy, are you still with me? Just blink. (laughs) And I didn't blink. You didn't. So I snapped a photo of the screen before you disappeared and came back on. Yeah. That that was was, intense. That was a good one. Yeah. We we have like a, I showed Laura a couple of houses up from us. They have beehives on their roof and it felt like someone had opened up all their beehives and just let the bees go. They were flying into my window. It was just, that wasn't a swarm. I don't, it was a tornado of bees. A I don't tornado. know if there is such a thing, but it there really felt like they were, they're still here. They're still at my window now. It's in, it's, I have never seen anything like that before. Like if you, yeah. if you were allergic to bees, that would have been worst nightmare. Chaos. Oh, I don't, I ran around and I'm like, oh, I gotta make sure all the windows are shut. Like, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, it's it's imagine like where have they all gone now? There's there's a few little randoms flying around near my window now, but they've all disappeared. Like where have they all gone? I don't know. I wouldn't be stepping outside in a hurry, that's for sure. No. I text Matt and Matt's just like, it's buzzing in North Evoca today. Oh, love it. <laughs> love it. Anyway, um, so back we're talking on to the step yeah. to the case. We were talking about Gertrude and how she obviously has some pretty heavy talents there, like Uh you were saying, comes from a long line of them. So, Uh and probably just, Hmm. yeah, like probably just lost um, in 
um, you know, ancestry um, shut around down. the yeah, you know, around the war time, these kinds of things did get shut down because there was a lot of grief on the planet and a lot of um, people's spirits were were torn to pieces and hearts Ooh. broken and people just vibrating too low. So a lot wow. of abilities are forgotten and it just got lost in family tradition of being passed down um, and people just vibrating too low to even know. So oh, we see a lot of people waking goosebumps. up. Ooh. We've talked about that before, haven't we? Can't remember. Mm. Makes total sense though. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Wow. Well, I hope that didn't disappoint, Gertie. And I think our listeners, um, well, I know as a listener, that was very intriguing. There's, you know, you shared so much with us as well, very openly. So thank you again for that and for taking the time to write it all out. It's um, it's a real privilege to be in this position to be able to be a bit of a forum for these sorts of chats. And Tracy, with your understanding, it's just really being able to share that and pay it forward and well, help Well, that's people. what I'm here for. That's yep. what you're here for, to be yep. able to entertain but also um, educate and help. Yeah, share that knowledge. And I love how you say um, you work for both sides. Mm. Like when you mm-hmm. were talking with reference to Gertrude and um, not wanting to make it all about her, but obviously there's spirits that are coming to her, so finding that level playing field where she's comfortable and confident and it's on her terms as well as being able to convey those messages such a special thing to do if you're ready and willing and able Mm -hmm. yep that's it and you know um you gotta want to yeah willing yeah yeah because it's huge it's you know obviously very privileged environment but it's not for everyone so Mm -mm. and that's okay too A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go, everybody. I think that's a wrap. We're going to say very loving thank you to our Patreons that continue to support us and those that have supported us as long as they could. Uh, The lives are fun. They're a good chance to meet and talk and chat about things. If you can make it, that's also very awesome. Uh, So that's there too. And how's Sync going? Things going really well. We actually have a couple of really cool things coming up. There is a live masterclass that I'm hosting. So each month from this month, um, we're doing a live masterclass and it's bringing in experts in their field and coming to do a masterclass, um, like a webinar, I guess. Mm, Uh, And so I'm hosting the first one around paradigms, which I'm really excited because I kind of feel like everyone is ready um, I've been wanting to have this conversation for so many years. Um, I've had it on my I, list, actually, of, oh, really? of content topics. Hmm. Yeah, and so I feel like everyone's ready to start to get their to wrap their head around that concept of understanding paradigms and how they control your quality of life and your standard of living, mm-hmm. and how if you're not happy with your quality and standard, then the way forward for true transformation to like really have true transformation and lasting transformation is to shift paradigms um, and how that's related to your spiritual growth as well. So that'll be a really cool masterclass. That's on October 26th, which is a Wednesday evening. Um, So the tickets just went on sale yesterday. So you can go and get yourself a ticket there. Uh, Anyone can come, not just members. Members just get a discount ticket. 
Um, and then we've also got a, um, I haven't even announced this yet, so our hospice will be the first ones to hear it, but <laughs> from the 1st of November for 22 days, so on the 1st of the 11th, 2022 to the 22nd of the 11th, 2022, oh, it's my we're running, yeah, <laughs> we're running Spirit Plus Self-Love Challenge. Um, and so each day you'll receive an email, a couple of other nice little things in the inbox um, for 11 minutes every day of self-love uh with spirituality combined because I, I'm really um I've got this bee in my bonnet, haha. Um <laughs> about um, maybe I've got uh, like a, a a tornado of bees in my bonnet. Maybe actually you do. um about really getting the conversation around spiritual self-care and how spirituality is a form of self-love and self-care. Um, and really just bringing yeah, trying to take the stigma away from spirituality being kind of a dirty word in some ways in like um, in a dirty word as in probably not the best way to describe it, but like wooey or religion or, you know, like some kind of cult or something like that, but just mm-hmm. bringing spirituality into self-care and self-love. So it's um, it's a challenge. Um, it's not a free challenge. It does cost. So um, if you want to be involved, and that is purely because I want people... I my my goal from two weeks ago for, for the rest of my life is to uh, really inspire and motivate people to want transformation, but then also give them the tools to create that transformation. Uh, and I think that um, when I think about when I when I do something for free, if I sign up to a freebie, there's I don't have enough skin in the game. So if I if it suits me, I'll turn up for the free event. Um, but if I pay. 20 bucks, still not enough skin in the game. If someone says, hey, hey, let's go do this. And it, you know, it's a bit more exciting than what I was planning to do for 20 bucks, then I wouldn't do it. So I put it out to um, some people and it came back that there would enough and there would need to be enough skin in the game for me to invest in myself to to do this, to show up. And that's what I want. I want people not just to talk about transformation. Mm. I don't want people just to you know, have conversations over and over and over again about how much they want change or how much they need change or how much they would like change. I actually want people who are ready to change, who are ready to show up for themselves and um, this is going to do it. So mm. it's a, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot. Mm. Um, and I'm going to, this is going to be the first one. So we're going to do it every year. Uh, and so don't wait another year essentially to, to have your opportunity to transform. Um, and it's specifically around self-love and being able to do that through spirituality. Huge. I love yeah. that. Oh, love that. Yeah. So you can check out all of that information over at spiritincorporating.com.au. Um, and also the link is usually in the show notes for our it podcast is. too. Yep. Yeah. And you, you guys can check out Woman's Day um, because mm-hmm. I'm now a regular contributor. So um, we've got a writer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so if, yeah, if you if you listen to this and you're a Woman's Day um, reader or if your mom or someone around you is a Woman's Day reader, just grab yourself a copy and check it out because um, I'm in there quite often now, which is really fucking cool. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Halloween is coming up. And so if you're a local to the Sydney area or even not, there might be a special someone doing something special on a special event at the Q station in Manly for Halloween. Mm. 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 A little bit spooky. Just a little bit. 
sounds very intriguing. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, and I'm organising the Parramatta Jail tour as well, Spirit Session. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Spoken. lots happening on my yeah. end. Mm-hmm. Um, so all that information, if you go over to Spirit Incorporating and sign up to the InSync newsletter, um, all of that, that's usually the first place where all that information goes, like to really get to know it first. And then... Um, and then the next place is my socials. So um, Tracy Dimmick socials or sync membership sync. socials. Mm. Mm. All good things. All and good I like, things. I like hearing about this at the end of the episodes because this is when I learn what you're up to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a lot, a lot. It's too funny. Yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for listening to another episode of Turns Out She's Psychic. Thank you once more to Gertrude for writing in and thanks Tracy for suggesting the name Gertrude that was um really fun to say for the entire episode <laughs> take care we just turned it to Gertie Gertie yeah Gertie it's uh, awesome thanks right. Gertrude catch you Bye. next time we love bringing turns out she's psychic to you each week at no cost so if you like what you hear please consider supporting the show by donating to our Patreon. We are a small operation researching, coordinating and producing the show ourselves. Any amount is sincerely appreciated and helps offset the costs of making the show. As a thank you, we'll send you out some Tosby tattoos. We'll give you a Patreon shout-out on the podcast. There's a monthly live Q&A, competitions and giveaways, as well as special book and movie review bonus episodes. For more details, please click the link in the show notes. Of course, if you want to get in touch, send us an email at tospsychic at gmail.com. We welcome your ghost stories and any questions that you have for myself or Tracy. And we'd love it if you left a review and shared the podcast with your friends and family and give us a follow on Insta at turnsout underscore she's psychic. Bye-bye. Bye.